the H1B guy here and today the H1B guy news for the week ending December 10th 2021 today I'll cover H1B reform the talent crisis and premium processing for EADs But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's news is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, and by perm-ads.com the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. Now, the news. Well, on Monday, December the 6th, 2021, my good friend, Dr. Oscar Cabrisis, took the U.S. citizenship oath. Congratulations, my friend, and proud to call you a fellow American. You can hear from Oscar about his immigration journey on Stamp It Out Q&A 5 back from December 2nd, 2020. Thanks again to Syndesis and Path to Canada CEO Mark Pavlopoulos for joining me on Wednesday, December 8th, discussing the global talent stream process and employment-based immigration to Canada as an ideal plan B. On December 3rd, 2021, in an article written by Abrar Al-Hidi for CNET titled H-1B Visa Reform is Critical to Solving the U.S. Talent Shortage, Analysis Finds. Quote, one in four American employers is struggling to fill empty positions due to a lack of available talent, according to TechNet, a bipartisan network of tech CEOs and executives that seeks to promote growth in the technology sector. Nearly two-thirds, 64% of employers say workforce skills don't align with their firm's needs. If the U.S. doesn't narrow the gap, productivity could be halved, according to the report, which also warns of a slowdown in growth. The solution? Update H-1B visa guidelines, which haven't changed in 14 years. Based on current projections, American universities only produce enough skilled degree holders to fill 29% of these positions, the TechNet report says. Providing more H-1Bs could mitigate the problem. It's not just a tech issue, said Peter Chandler, TechNet's vice president of federal policy and government relations. It's an American economic imperative. I spend the majority of time on this platform discussing STEM employment, but it isn't just a tech issue. The mere mention of increasing H-1B visas sends shivers down the spines of high-skilled immigrants and nativists alike. However, I think we'll see an increase in the amount of H-1B visas issued within the advanced degree category sometime in the next three to five years. Increased inflation, increased wages, 
but no increases in the talent supply could spell an economic crisis. It isn't just about immigration either. Investments in reskilling and upskilling in parallel with increasing employment-based work authorizations will be critical to closing the gap on skill alignment. On December 4, 2021, in an article written by Rebecca Rainey for Politico titled Biden and Businesses Agree on One Thing, U.S. Needs Immigrant Workers. Quote, more than 1.3 million employment authorization applications were pending before U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services at the end of June, uh, according to the latest data from the agency. The fight is now playing out in the debate over the Democrats' $1.7 trillion Build Back Better legislation. The House version of the bill would recapture unused immigrant visas going back to 1992, freeing up 157,000 employment-based visas, according to an estimate from Democrats, in addition to a roughly 262,000 family-based and diversity visa slots, which would also allow applicants to work. There are currently 1,551,864 employment-based green card applications stuck in the backlog, according to an estimate from David Beer, a research fellow at the Cato Institute. Roughly 850,000 of those workers are simply waiting in line to adjust their status, which means they already are working in the U.S. on some other visa, which typically have limits on who foreigners can work for and for how long. There's a massive backlog of these work permit applications, as with so many others that we inherited and that we are working diligently to address, said a USCIS official who requested anonymity to discuss the previous administration. So we're very much both aware of the economic and human cost of people losing their ability to work for no reason other than administrative delay. We know it's happening, we know it's continuing to happen, and we are determined to prevent it from happening as soon as possible for everyone in that position. The employment-based green card backlog continues to grow. It seems like only a few weeks ago I was using the statistic of 1.2 million in the backlog. Now David Beer at Cato is calculating the number to be 1.55 million. Yet, as of the writing of this post, there still has been no update from the Senate parliamentarian on whether or not immigration reform will be allowed to be included in the Build Back Better Act. Let me remind you that December 10th was initially scheduled to be the last day the Senate was in session. President Biden has also stated that he expects Build Back Better to be signed into law before Christmas. But whether or not that version will include immigration reform for employment-based preferences still appears to be in doubt. December 8th, 2021, in a post by TechServe Alliance titled, IT job growth a mere trickle in November due to ongoing supply shortages. Quote, after a strong recovery in IT employment since last August, employment growth in the IT sector slowed down to a trickle in November. The sector added 2,200 workers last month, a sequential increase of 0.04% to 5,385,400 jobs, according to TechServe Alliance, the National Trade Association of the IT and Engineering Staffing and Solutions Industry. On a year-over-year -year basis, IT employment was up 3.17% since November 2020, adding 165,600 IT workers. 
At this point, there's little likelihood that the domestic talent pipeline will significantly expand in the foreseeable future. This is causing not only strong wage growth, but also a need to offer a flexible work environment. In this tight labor market, what candidates want really matters and could make or break the success of IT initiatives, said Mark Roberts, CEO of TechServe Alliance. The overall job growth numbers in IT and engineering will continue to remain relatively low based on the lack of talent supply. Not only is it a tight labor market, it is also a candidate-driven labor market. Employers are increasing salaries at historical rates, and those that remain flexible in their remote work offering will continue to attract the top talent. During the H-1B Guy Live back on September 8th, 2021, I talked about a rumor surrounding H-4 premium processing becoming available in October. While I was wrong on the timeline a few months ago, we now have a much better idea of when that will become an option. On December 8, 2021, the U.S. Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs announced that DHS-USCIS submitted Implementation of Emergency Stopgap USCIS Stabilization Act for final rule regulatory review. This includes premium processing for EADs. While I've mentioned many of the times that premium processing is the number one revenue source generator for USCIS, this news should come as relief to those willing to pay the fee. For the full post on the H-1B Guy news for the week ending December 10th, 2021, please check out the H-1BGuy.com. And a reminder that today's post was brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada. The ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Syndesis and Path to Canada are your answers. They will gladly help you navigate the process. And if you're interested in finding out more and if you qualify, please be sure to use the link in the video description below. And also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your costs and overhead associated with perm labor recruitment advertising, please let perm-ads.com help you. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just wanna say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H1B Guy, your global source for all things H1B.